Welcome to Expect Increase, where mindset and sales meet. This is episode three, when people close to you poo-poo on your dreams. This is Sharik Richardson, founder of Digital Innovation Media Group. I'm a web designer, marketing strategist, and sales coach. I help established business owners maximize their sales, impact, and reach so their businesses can elevate to the next level. And you can get more information at www.digitalinnovationmg.com. And I'm joined with you today, as always, with Rashana Price. How are you? Hi, Sharik. I'm doing fine. Hello, everyone. I'm Rashana Price, speaker, life coach, and trademark owner of the phrase, giver of awesomeness. I'm not only a life coach and a corporate event trainer, but I also am a real estate investor. And my desire is to have all people tapping into their real self and experiencing success based on their definition. You can check me out at www.rashanaprice.com for more information. Awesome. Yeah. We're talking about something that's very personal because, you know, um, there's a popular meme going on online where if someone posts, I got the job, they'll get 200 likes and comments. But if someone else mm -hmm. posts, that same person may post, I started a business, you may get five likes and maybe two comments. You know, some private messages probably like, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and it comes a lot from the people that are closest to you. You know, have you heard, have you heard anything about that? I have, and I think it is so interesting. Um, and it happened to me personally when I first started my business. Yeah. Um, because I left a job that everyone was like, it's a good, secure job. You know, you're in the school system, you're doing good things. And I was, but I wasn't fulfilled and I wasn't happy and I felt like I could do something else, do something more. There was this calling in me to do something else. Um, but yeah, I got a lot of like private, like, hey, it looks like you're doing something cool. Let me know. But like the public recognition of like people liking it or sharing it and all of that, that didn't happen. And right. so I quickly had to just divorce myself of, of that. Um, and, I, and what I've found is that there are a lot of silent cheerleaders that are cheering on my business and yours mm -hmm. who won't ever like or share to their personal pages or their business pages, et cetera. That's very true because a lot of times people are, they're in that scared position. They don't have yet the, I would say the nerve to, to do it themselves. So they're going to watch and see, okay, let me see how she turns out. Let me see. Did she, did she make it or does she crash and burn? Because they'll use that as a measuring tool of whether or not they should move. Now, of course, if you fly, then it's going to make you look like, wow, okay, I can do it too. Or if you crash and burn, then it makes them say, oopsie, that's why I'm glad I stayed at my job. You know what I mean? And so that's probably why you get a lot of people who are probably won't say anything publicly. I mean, it's different reasons, but that's just what I can say personally. Um, and I too have experienced that as well. I mean, I was pretty much, I say programmed. My business school was all about wearing the right business colors. It was all about how to talk, how to present, how to do all those great things. And, but none of those were taught to me on how to do that as a business owner. It was always as an employee. And so when you look at people who are starting businesses, a lot of those same skills are so important, but you don't, you know, get that same encouragement. You're, you're taught to be this company minion. 
Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that people who work are minions, but you're just taught to blend in, not really stand out. And with business, we're taught the same. We're taught the opposite to stand out. You know what I mean? And so when I was, you know, working in corporate, you know, for me, I reached that final moment, that final point where I thought I made it. You know, the place that I always wanted to be when I was in business school, and I hated it. And mm. not because, you know, yeah, I like the, you know, the, the pay was great and I love responsibility and I love the people I work with, but there were just other dynamics in the position that really just spoiled it for me. Um, lack of time with my family, my kids were getting, you know, older. I wasn't spending much time with them. I couldn't take them out on the weekends without having my laptop with me or mm -hmm. my cell phone, you know, emails were coming in seven days a week. There was no breaks. And I didn't have a life. I was basically married to this job. And I said, okay, there has to be another way. But when I left, it was the same thing. Oh my gosh, you know, what are you gonna do? You know, you're gonna, you know, you're getting a house because we just bought our home and stuff like that. And what are you gonna do? Oh my gosh, you're gonna lose your house, all these different scenarios. Yeah, that was three years ago. We, you know, we're still in our home. It's died and not fall. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I've since grown since then, but you get that from people who are the closest to you and that's really hard to deal with. Yeah. I think it's the understanding that people have, especially like your family and close friends, they have this idea of who you are and they also have this idea of what they want for your life. They've already mapped it out. They have a dream and a picture. And when you shift that away from them, it is like a sense of loss. And some don't know how to communicate their fear for right. you. Like, yeah, like they don't know how to say, gosh, I'm so excited for you, but I'm really scared. Like, what if this doesn't go well? Right. Um, or, or have you thought through everything you need to? Instead of asking you questions, they just make these statements. And sometimes those statements don't land in a good place. They don't make you feel like, gosh, you're really cheering me on. Even though that's their intention, uh, it's just a, it's how they communicate it, right? And we talk about that a lot. It's like, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And yeah, exactly. So when, when you're, I guess it's twofold for all of our listeners. So when you're in a position, when someone brings their dream to you, you have an opportunity to show up for them in a really good way. Right. Even if you, in the back of your head, you're like, I don't know if this is going to work. Maybe rather than saying that, you ask them questions to help them think broader and deeper into what they're getting ready to do. Right. And then, yeah, yeah. And then on the flip side, it's when you put your dream out there, you know, maybe it's letting people off the hook and having no expectations. That way you aren't disappointed. Exactly. And it goes back to really just doing, doing unto others as you want them to do unto you. So mm -hmm. like you said, when someone shares with you, you show them love and support, even if you have your doubts, you know what I mean? And a lot of times people will do that. They will project their fears on you because that's just that they're, they're thinking in their mind, I'm going to protect you from this huge mistake that you're about to make. And the reality of it is that you're not protecting them because number one, you don't know what God has planned for them. You don't know that they're doing something that God said for them to do. And if God, we know if God leads and he guides, he provides. So that's something that I've learned over the years to not project my fears. I've, I've, I've been guilty. I've been the recipient of it. And I've been guilty of also giving that fear 
And I've had to learn that, look, a lot of times this has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with your fears, whatever. It's about what God has assigned for that person. And it's not about you projecting on them your worries and your anxieties when they seem totally fine. Why would you want to get in the middle and ruin that? Instead, stand back and just pray for them and support them. Yeah. I mean, it's so interesting because as you were saying that, you know me, I can make a connection to almost anything. So as you were saying that, I was thinking to back to when I was teaching my kids how to ride their bikes and the understanding that for my son, he didn't get it until we let him go. Right. Like we didn't get it until he, he didn't get it until one day he just decided and he rode across the front yard and on the grass on the bike and then he just kept going and that's how he learned yep. like forcing him to try to be something that we wanted him to be do it the way you know like oh we're gonna teach you we're gonna we're gonna run behind you right all the things that we had that I had experienced at least the way my dad taught me like he held on to the back of my seat and kind of ran with me and then I like he let go and then I took off that didn't work um, and so it's that understanding that we're always modeling behavior Right. The question is, is whose behavior are we modeling? Mm-hmm. And it's in, those, it's in those, when someone brings an idea to the table, we have a chance to model new behavior if we need to, or behavior that works and that grows someone. Absolutely. You know, every day is an opportunity to be a support to someone, to bless someone, let them know, hey, I'm praying for you. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm here. If you have any, you know, if you want to vent or whatever, hey, I've been there, that kind of thing. Because, and this goes really to, to building a community mm-hmm. of people, you know, instead of looking at what can go wrong, thinking about what can go right. There are so many people, like, you know, starting a business is not anything new. This has been happening since, gosh, the beginning of time. So clearly there is a blueprint and clearly people have been very successful at it. And if you fail, then okay. You learn from that failure and you continue. Most successful people have failed. If you look at any successful business person, I was listening to Damien John, The Power of Broke. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Failure yeah. is part of it. You know? <laughs> oh, my gosh, yeah. I, I went back and realized I've been trying to do business for like the last 15 years here and there. At different points in time, like I had a scrapbooking business for a little while. Then I had a fitness and coaching business that was individual. And then I did a franchise for a little while. And all along the way, I had some successes, but they weren't fulfilling. But they all had to do with people, all of them. And so that was the common thread that led me to my coaching business. And then that's what led me into real estate was the understanding that as a coach, it's all about how you think. It's all about your thinking and your mindset and helping people shift. You know that. Mm -hmm. And then I got into real estate investing because I realized that there were so many people that had house hurt from the bubble bursting Mm. and they had thinking that was flawed in terms of what owning a home could be and how to get a home and what it looked like. And so those are the things that, that have gotten me to where I am in the businesses that I own today. Right. Same here, just chasing that fulfillment. You know, I did two MLMs. I did a travel, I did a pro travel network, and I did Arbonne. 
and you know just trying to find what can be that thing but it's all about searching and, and really finding that right thing and no one's going to just wake up one morning and just have the perfect solution right then and there you have to sometimes do a trial and error to see okay i tried that that didn't work let me try something else there's nothing wrong with that yeah i do have to ask you though what is a mln what, what is oh, that oh mlm a multi-level marketing business oh okay okay Oh yes, yeah, that. Yeah, uh, multi-level marketing, just one of those things you can do on the side and, um, you know, build a side business. But they, I mean, they were great. I did the parties and I did uh, book trips and whatnot, but it just wasn't my thing. Thank I couldn't you. see me doing this in five years. Yeah. I mean, I think it's one of those things that's like, if you know it's not working, the, the best thing about failure and if you read development books, Damon Johns talk about, John Maxwell talks about it. So many talk about failing fast. Right. And yeah. then failing forward. So yeah, if you know it's not working for you, don't hold on to it just because you told a whole bunch of people you were going to do it. Yeah. So what? And that's the thing. We get so bogged down in that and we beat ourselves up because, well, I made this big announcement and I've been there. Oh my gosh. I've been there where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm scared to change because the whole world is watching me. And if I change, I'm going to look flaky. And the reality of it is, is that if you really stop and look around, most people are not where they started out at. Most people around you have evolved to a different level. And you're sitting here worrying about them looking at you and they're already going on with their lives. You know? Yeah. yeah. And so sometimes you may be poo-pooing on your own dream and you don't even right. know it. Exactly. You know, and then yeah. you go to the wrong people for advice. And they mm -hmm. validate it without having the knowledge. And then you really feel like crap. <laughs> <laughs> so you see the cycle that, you know, that happens. Yeah. <laughs> it's a sick cycle. So yeah, no poo-pooing, no poo-pooing on other people's dreams. Right. Don't let poo-poo, don't let people poo-poo on your dreams. And then don't poo-poo on your own dreams and stop yourself from moving forward. Exactly. Yeah, You know, you really have to be very careful to guard your words, guard your heart, and really speak it, even if you can't see it. And it's very hard to mm -hmm. speak where you want to be. If you see yourself, speak yourself in front of a crowd teaching or coaching or giving a speech or stuff like that. But you have to speak it into existence at a book signing, signing your first best-selling book. And that's a great way to deal with people who have poo-pooed or projected their fears on you mm -hmm. is to really start to speak it into existence of where you're going to be and where you want to be in your life. Absolutely. Yeah. So I hope listeners that you all have had a chance to really enjoy listening to this podcast. Again, I'm Roshana Price speaker and life coach and you can find me at www.roshanaprice.com or on facebook twitter and instagram oh and linkedin i forgot about that too yep <laughs> and you, this is sharik you can connect with me on instagram and twitter at digital marketing works and and facebook on digital innovation media group and under sharik l richardson mba on linkedin Thank you so much for joining us and we will chat with you next time.